Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. I have a special guest that I'm so excited was able to join me. Her name is April. Hey April. Hello, how are you? I'm good, boo. How are you? I am awesome. And I so appreciate you putting me on today. This is awesome. I'm so excited to have you. Um, I brought April on you guys because I wanted to talk about black women and entrepreneurships and business and april is i've known april for a while now and um april just started her business and she has just taken off um in the chicago indiana and um other areas doing um makeup and the girl bad girl bad y'all girl (laughs) girl can do some makeup y'all girl good So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So, I wanted to have you on to talk about, you know, you know, starting your own business and, you know, starting it up from the ground and, you know, where you are now and the things that you've learned in the process. So, is that cool? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay, cool. So, um just to give a little backstory how we met to um, to people. Uh, me and April used to go to um the same church. And mm-hmm. I instantly connected with you. I I, I was like, "Oh, her style is dope." I think your hair at the time was because her hair was always a different color, and I think True. I think it was blonde. It was big and blonde, or it, it was, either, was I think it was blonde. And I was like, "Oh my yes. god, I love her style!" And I was just <laughs> like, "I had to talk to you." I was like, "Who is this?" I mean, you have more yes. style than we anybody really in that quick. choir. I'm just saying, you know. Oh, I have said. <laughs> no shade. We so quick. It wasn't. No, no. We clicked so good. We were. I was in the makeup room at that time. So, you know, it was like for a long time that we've known each other. Yes. Um, we, I was in the makeup room and that's when um, I had to do your makeup. And just the conversation, I was like, he is so fun. I love to make you speak your mind, which I love. Yes. So yeah, we clicked really quick. We clicked really quick. And then, you know, I just I loved how, you know, what I love most about you is even when and you know, back in back in the day we when we used to be able to wear colors um in the choir. Mm-hmm. We had accent colors and all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. you had an accent color. Like April was like, Okay, you giving me a color, I'm finna accent this damn color. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, yes. And, you know, she'll have a scarf, the matching shoes, or you know, sure the, like April can style and dress. And I just loved how you know, as a thicker woman, that you didn't let that not have you dress how you wanted to dress, and you look good. So I was really just loved Thank how you. bold. I love how bold you were in your fashion and in your statements. And so I was like, um, yeah, I like her. I appreciate that. And that. I really feel like that's what really um, makes me stick out to a lot of people, especially with that blonde hair. Oh, my God. I've heard so much, um, like, oh, I remember you by your hair. Oh, I saw you with that church, even though if I can't see anybody. I saw you at church because of your hair. Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, briefly, um, you know, take your time, but tell um, my listeners about April. Tell us about, you know, April's as a as um as a makeup artist boy oh boy it's so many layers to april the makeup artist it's a um it's a business that i started 
a long time ago before it was even like really popular at that time. Like um, makeup about 15 years ago was not the thing that every woman wanted to do. But I was in the industry already. I was doing modeling um, just before I had my child. So I was snatched, snatched. And <laughs> I was on set. <laughs> I was on set. But the people that um, they provided never, even as light as I am, they never even got my color right. It was not popping. It was not how I wanted to look. And it was awful. So I ended up wanting to do makeup on myself instead of, you know, coming to the set prepared and ready. And that actually really started everything um, for me. So really back in, geez, I don't even know what year that is, but 15 years ago, that's when everything kind of created from that little spark of me doing myself. Yeah, it's so weird. It was so weird. And all the models came to me, and then I noticed, like, hey, I can get money behind the scenes instead of paying money to be on the scene. You know what I'm saying? So I looked at things totally different. Totally, totally different. So it would started from there, and I was in Chicago at that time. So it was it was really awesome. So April, as a makeup artist, is a hustler, honey. She puts the sweat and tears in it. See, I didn't know yeah. you. I didn't know you started doing makeup all, all that time ago. I mean, I knew you were doing yep. makeup, like you know, in the makeup room, and, you know, at the church and all the other stuff. But I didn't know like you had like you right. were doing like clients clientele, you know, off the scenes, um, like that long ago. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that um, because a lot of people don't know uh, my modeling history either. Right. So I got off of modeling quick. And then once I had my daughter too, I really didn't want to be back in front of the camera because, you know, having a child, you know, you think totally different at that point. Right. So, um, yeah, but that, that definitely helped me get into the skill that came natural to me. So it was it was really awesome. It really was. Okay. So along like so, um, you know, even though your journey started, you know, fifteen years ago, um, mm-hmm. to where um so lead me up to like where of where you are now. Like where <sighs> like did it slow down? Did it, you know, pick back up? Was it was it like a specific moment that made it take off or have you always just been, you know, this freelancing, um, you know, uh, makeup artist? Okay, so from there, I haven't just doing freelance at that, that moment. I actually stopped doing makeup because at that time, like I said, makeup wasn't as popular as it is now. Like right. back then, people were only doing it for like weddings or like photo shoots, and people weren't even really doing it that much for photo shoots. So I've always had like a side situation that I had something else going on. And then once my daughter got of age and went to going to like preschool, I was like, you know what, honey, you need a nine to five. We need some benefits, especially, you know, when you have a child. With doing freelance makeup, you don't have that cushion or that security of when it comes to, like, dental and health and all that right. stuff. So I was like, you know what, let me buckle down. Let me just do this on the weekends and just do the nine to five. So when I went to do the nine to five, my daughter was probably like five this time. It was the hardest thing ever. When you're a natural-born hustler, it's different doing a nine to five. Yes, ma'am. And for me, it was very depressing for me going in there every day. It was messing with my mental and my creativity. And I was drinking more often than I would normally do because it was killing me on the inside. After a while, honey, I couldn't do it no more. So then <laughs> I started, because I'm in Indiana at this point, coming from Chicago, 
I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take the leap, and I'm going to apply to a couple salons to see where that takes me to. So at that point, I had um, a portfolio put together. It was so drink, drink. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, we all we look. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't talk about old hair shots. I don't talk about old things anymore. Like that's in the past. God, God, God has given me the vision to move forward. I don't, <laughs> I can't do that. Yes, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Now that I'm thinking about it now, but I was so proud of myself because I was like, I have you know this portfolio, and like I said, makeup artists at that time wasn't fully like known to themselves around to a uh, beauty salon because of beauty salon most people that want to makeup done if you're getting your hair done the makeup artist quote unquote can do something to your face right so um it was this one um shop that's not too far from me it's in gary um they were like yeah come on man we want you to you know interview and everything and everybody was so sweet but it was a that was a part of the actual hair team so the makeup team, that's when all the issues and problems and drama came. So the salon life was not for me. But I stuck it in for like maybe four years. Oh, okay. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start working at home because I can't take this. It was colorism left and right. It was awful. Right. It was so awful. So actually me working at home was a good push for me to do freelance the way that I wanted to do makeup and my style like changed totally different from what of course when I first started. But oh my God, me working at home pushed me to a whole nother level. So it was actually a blessing. So I have so many different layers and levels of doing makeup in this industry because there you can literally grow or like decrease. It's all up to you know how you put the effort in. And when I did the freelance from home, oh my God, it increased in a awesome crazy way. That's awesome. So, um, how how do you think the the um the industry the the makeup industry has changed since you first started to now? Um, you know what? I really feel like um YouTube has a lot to do with it. Um, now there's people called influencers now yeah. that was not then. So, um, people can be in their own home and become a celebrity. Just from, you know, something unique and different that's done. There's celebrity makeup artists that actually deal with celebrities' clientele. But then, you know, influencers are influencing those people that are wanting to literally like them. Not everybody is wearing that on an everyday, but I feel like the influencers definitely has changed the, the mindset of the game. And the weird thing is, people that do makeup, they expect to have you know, these clientele that are so high class, but the influencers aren't given that type of style or look on YouTube that these people that are watching or getting these classes from YouTubers, they're not getting, they're not going to get that same clientele. So there's so many different levels of makeup artistry nowadays too. So yeah, it's, it's definitely different. It's totally different from when I first started. Right. And let's just, you know, let's let's just, you know, shout you out because you do more than just, you know, fancy makeup like you do stage makeup, you do theater makeup, you do costume makeup like y'all this girl, her Halloween special that she does every year. 
with all with her Halloween looks like she does different characters and like it's dope like she's she's dope so you're not like you're 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 you have layers to what you do you're not just one dimensional have you um done film you've done you've done film work too right I have yes I, I've done film work I've done um some people on TV I've done that and it's fun I mean it's still this business is still like literally a um literally clawing at your eyes trying to get to the spot that you're at type of industry but what you just said with the um theatrical stuff that i do i didn't even know that i could do it until i did that christmas brunch look and that was um not this christmas but the christmas before yes i was surprised at myself and even though doing makeup in um at the church with the theatrical thing it was cool but i never i was so scary i never did that i always did like the harlot the cute stuff right and when I, my mom, she played the song of the Grinch, and I was like, oh, I should do a Grinch. I was like, nah, and at the time, and I don't know why, it always happens, like, when I'm feeling down, and I'm feeling, like, really um, depressed or anything like that, all of a sudden, like, this feel out of nowhere just, like, sparks. And people don't know, me doing those Christmas looks that year, that literally took me out of a depression that I didn't even realize that I was in. Mm. And... You know, and it, it's crazy. A lot of people, um, especially in this industry, because we have to be so bubbly. And we have to be that customer service type of person. People don't know. We go through a hard, hard time. Right. And especially like what's going on now, clientele is so different. We have to look at things so different now. Things are being canceled and it's like, dang, I don't, I'm not doing makeup. I'm not being creative. Work life took this energy to right you know and it's it's it's, it's hard it, it really is and i will be honest because i've gone through a lot of depression stages in the 15 years of doing this business it's not easy so me doing that theatrical makeup literally took me to another happy space where i was like wow you did that right Let's keep going. yeah you, you clearly this is something. thank you i appreciate that because it, it did take me a minute to get my head out of there. I went through, like, a breakup where I was, like, confused. Like, what just happened? Right. So I thank God for this skill. This skill has saved me in so many different ways. You know what I also, and then, you know, the, another thing about, you know, the industry that you're in is that, you know, it's not, like you said, it's not a nine to five. It's not a nine to five gig. So, you know, you have a <laughs> lot of, de- you have times where you're, like, you're booked the whole day. You're doing makeup all night, all hours of the night. True. And then you have to wake up mm-hmm. at the butt crack of dawn to go to a client for a photo shoot or a wedding, or you're going out of town mm-hmm. doing events. How has mm-hmm. that um, played played a role in you being also as a single mother? Ooh, it is not easy. Um, my daughter is so awesome. She literally either comes with me or... She's gone on the weekends. Most weekends now, because she, she has a social life now, but when she was younger, my awesome sister or my mom would take her. I would, you know, let them know in advance. But um, it's not easy because I hate having time away from her. Mm-hmm. But she's also at an age where she understands, like, I have to work. Right. But at first, you know, with her being smaller, it was, it was definitely hard. And it was a blessing to be able to work at home because I could still be in her life and like, okay, get her from school, 
you know, spend that time with her in between clients and things like that. But when I have to travel, it definitely is hard. And, you know, I would want to take her with me, you know, when I have to go out of town. But, you know, sometimes it's not possible to take care of everything. You know, I can't be like, yeah, just take my daughter too. Right. You know, so it's not, it's not easy. It's not, but you have to have a great support team. And my family definitely is that. That's great. That's great. Um, now we also have to, you know, address that, you know, this is a, sometimes can be a shady business. You know, it's, very. It's, it's it's a it's very popular business. Everybody and their mama think they can do makeup. You yep. know, and yep. you know, not shading anybody that's trying, but you know, it's just it's just very it's very competitive or it's very active mm-hmm. and you you have to build a clientele and people that you know are gonna come to you, but you also have to try mm-hmm. to find you know other clients, you know, and and exp- right. expand your brand, expand your business. Um, but you have opted to do it by yourself. You have opted to right. just be by yourself. You don't need to be with teams and things like that. And we do know that there are, you know, a lot of teams in Chicago, a lot of people who have, you know, storefronts and people working with them. Why, you know, why did you opt it to say, Hey, I'm just going to do me and just be by myself. Um, well, the shop that I was working at, um, and I only worked at one shop, it was very, um, like I said, colorism was a big problem. And with me not being from this area, they knew everybody because they grew up out here. And so it was a, it was just a lot of drama. And I forgot how, you know, dramatic things can be with working with women. And um, the clients were that they had was starting to come to me. And, of course, you know, in this industry, when you um, share hot, of course, people don't look at you shady like you tried to bribe their clients to sit in your chair. It was nothing like that. And with me being um, the lightest one in there, they really couldn't stand me. Mm. We had a barbershop working across from us. One of the girls was married to him, and she felt like I was dealing with him. It was a lot of drama. Right. So I said, you know what? I need to focus on my craft. And that's what I did. When I left, it, it, got, it was totally different. And the clients felt more free to you know, contact me, even when I left. The owner didn't even give out my information to my clients that didn't know that I was. Oh, it was awful. Goodness. It was it was really bad. Yeah, something about Sadie that that showed me how shady people can be. It was it was bad. And when I was working uh, at the shop there too, they were mad because I was also working in Chicago. If I built built my you know relationship with people in Chicago, of course I'm still going to cater to them. They didn't like that. It was a lot of shadiness. People just didn't um, understand how the makeup business is. It's not like you can go get a song in and then you go to your event two days later. No, they need it that day. You got to be ready that day. Right. And like I said, I'm a natural hustler, so I'm going to go get my money. So the competitiveness is real nasty. And that's just a little bit. So, so I had to work myself. Right. So when you left that shop and, you know, you, it kind of, it seemed like you basically almost started over, you know, um, yeah. or, you know, so how did you, how did you, what, how, how were you able to start over and, and get all and get new clientele and build your brand? Like, how were you able to just, how, how, how did you do it? Well, for one, I knew branding was going to be like a big deal. So, um, some of my clients came with me and I did a lot of praying in front of my chair because I knew I couldn't do this on my own. So a lot of times, um, even now, the way that my Facebook page is, like, social media is such a huge deal. 
and yes. everybody shares something. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to my Facebook page, I make sure, you know, I keep all my stuff current. You rarely, rarely see anything of my actual life on Facebook unless I'm boasting about my daughter or something like that. So a lot of the time when you click on April's page right away, you, you're going to see makeup everywhere yep. because that's the way that, you know, I feel like if you're going to brand yourself as a makeup artist, personal stuff shouldn't even be like that involved in it like that. And a lot of the times I would see people recommending me or, oh, hey, did you see April's stuff? Oh, look on her page. So I want to make sure, even to this day, I still go by that. Yep. I want you to see all makeup stuff. My stuff, like, I just did a challenge, and literally that has been shared left and right. That's the way it should be if you're trying to promote yourself, especially if you're working for yourself. Right. That's true. That's true. And now that I have, I even got a cape because um, I want to make sure I'm ready to the capacity. You're tired of seeing my face, but you know who I am. My cape has my face and my daughter on it. You're going to know. That's April. Okay, great. You know, so it's, it's about literally um, – Keep branding yourself. They keep staying out there, even if you're doing stuff just for yourself. But clients do want to see stuff you've done on other people, too. So a lot of my stuff is word of mouth, and I'm so grateful for it. Right. Do you do you um do you have moments when you wish you had you you were a part of a team? Um. Do you like sometimes get like you know I wish you know there was someone else here you know to not help me but you know sometimes or not even a team or like being able to network more you know because it seems like you know people you know don't have that much networking opportunities because people yeah. are so like keeping their clients or keeping people near and dear to them they don't want them to even know somebody else that does what they do so it seems like right. ne networking doesn't happen that much in, you know in your industry because everyone is, is so like territorial over who they work or who faces they've done yes i totally agree people are definitely scared to share the knowledge of getting to a higher position or um being seen more and in the beginning when i first started they would have network parties all the time and all the uh, makeup artists with stylists, like it was always some networking party. Now you barely even see it. People barely even like talk to each other. I'm the type that's totally different. So there's a group that um, that does um, like fashion shows. So I can't do everybody by myself. So when they first contacted, um, contacted me, I made a group of girls. We got together, we discussed the look. And when it came to the day of, girls were late. They didn't do the look that I told them to. They were taking not the models, but other people so they could get a different compensation. It was awful. So sometimes working in a group can be so, like, bad at the same time. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I need, you know, interaction with other artists. But sometimes it's not, it's not good, and I would rather work by myself. Right. Um, what would you, okay, so this is fine. What, what is like one of the uh -huh. most awkward moments you ever had doing makeup? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. That wasn't that, yeah, I had to come up with that. <laughs> oh, I have a good one. Oh my God. So this was back when I was still like getting out there and doing weddings. And oh my God, I did this lady's um, makeup. It was beautiful. So I told her, so I'm going to do the lip because I thought I was used to doing it. So your lip, when you get your dress on, because it's going to be like a quick, quick situation. I accidentally 
dropped the lip brush on her dress. <gasps> when I tell you, I could not even have her pay me to do her, like for me doing her makeup because I felt so horrible. Who dropped a lip brush on a wedding dress? That's terrible. So yeah, that was very awkward. And everybody looking at me crazy. And I was like, I don't even know her like that. It was so awful. Oh bad. my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I felt so like small. And everybody was looking at me like, girl, did you just do that? And she's like, I'm over this day. Oh my God. Oh God. April, what the world. Oh yeah. I learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh my God. That had to be very embarrassing. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. What you we have to find any and everything to get the stain out. Oh my god, it was so awful. You know, I'm in front of her to put it on. So it was like, oh god, everybody's oh. gonna see it. Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay, here's another question. Yeah. When you, um, okay, do you enjoy? I, I actually. I love your makeup. I love, I love, um, you know, everything that you do. But I really mm-hmm. enjoy your theatrical makeup. I really enjoy that. Is that something that you um think you should t- you you could probably tap into a little bit more, like with different I opportunities? So. Yeah, I think so. Um, I know when I did the last Halloween stuff. Um, yeah, I think the last Halloween stuff. I had a couple independent uh, film people reached out to me. They didn't follow through, but I'm used to that with this industry because he works like he but um, I had a couple people try to, you know, get me on for um, some, some horror films that they were trying to produce, but definitely I would love the opportunity to do it. Um, and most of the stuff, the reason why I do the film with the pictures, because I want people to see that it's just makeup. I don't put no um, extra stuff, nope. added stuff on. Prosthetics, yeah, I don't. And I think that's even more challenging to yep. do it that way, you know. So um, I would love to to get out there and do more, you know, of that. And I think I definitely uh, will do that again this summer, October, for sure. Okay, cool. What do you think is the most... Um, um, Hmm. Basically, you know, people, you know, think like you said earlier that, you know, makeup artists have this luxury life and they're just, you know, you know, they're just fabulous and yada. yada. What is it that people don't really understand about being an entrepreneur, having your own business and something like this? And, you know, your money and how you eat is based off of, you know, the work that you do. And, you know, people are so quick to cancel or, you know, to not do this or do that. And, of course, you you know, you do a cancellation fee or whatever. But it Mm -hmm. seems like people kind of take it for granted and not, you know, really understand that, you know, this is your livelihood. You know, you don't have anything else to fall back on. Um, So what is it that you would like people who probably do that and don't know they're doing that? What is it that you would like for them to know? Um, definitely just be respectful. I understand things from us, um, because that's life. But the thing is, especially with me, I'm more lenient to like, okay, well, let's move that to another day. Or, you know, I'm very lenient when it comes to things like that. So a lot of makeup artists are hot. But the thing is with cancellations and things like that, I have a whole daughter that I have to see, not even just myself. And this is no tea, no shade to nobody, but I don't I don't lean on the government. I don't have food stamps and things like that. I pay full price for my rent and it's so and all this stuff. So it's like 
you you play with my money and that's nothing to be playing with and my daughter. I don't play that. Right. So a lot of the time people like, oh, can't just cancel or they'll cancel because the way that it's on my app that they can cancel it. But sometimes, like you said, it's a cancellation fee and people that don't take deposits are messing themselves up business-wise. Like you have to take deposits. There is no return fee for no deposit. You have to do that, otherwise you're going to mess yourself up. And I did that in the beginning of um, of my career with this. I didn't take deposits. I was like, no, you're just coming. You can just pay me no, because then when they cancel, you literally miss it out on money. So people that cancel don't understand that's really disrespectful to what's going on in somebody else's household. Like you said, we get paid when we do the work. We don't get paid later in the week. You know, and that's, it, it hurts us. It does. It hurts us. Right, so hopefully all you future entrepreneurs out there heard what she said. Take them damn deposits, okay? You know, okay. we don't do IOUs in this business, okay? Definitely not. <laughs> you know, we, you know we, we passed that. It's 2020. People got to eat. So, you know, exactly. spe- speaking of that, um, speaking of, of that, you know, um, I, I, I personally see that you, you know, you do, you do work on all, all, on all races, all, you know, skin tones and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. is that something that you have tried to, um, to, to, um, that you personally tried to master because, you know, there are some artists that, you know, won't do any makeup or anyone that, that don't look like them or who are, who is not their skin tone, or maybe they mm-hmm. have, or maybe they have too many, you know, um, blemishes or too many, you know, marks on their face and it's just difficult for them. So do you take pride in knowing that you know you actually work with all all faces definitely i mean it is a skill that's how you know when you are a real artist when you're able to do all races all skin types and make it look flawless of course if they have like pimples and things like that that's kind of hard to you know control with the like a face raising or anything like that but you have to know how to do the skin to make it look natural any color skin when i first started i enjoyed doing darker skin because it was beautiful to me it it was i like it better than even now doing my own complexion because they have this difference to their skin they bring up all these different beauty it's just it's so so different I, i love darker skin and then when a skin that's lighter than me i can make things pop a lot more as well so you have to have a balance in this industry or you're going to mess yourself up totally. You're going to miss out on money and it's going to be a downfall just doing one type of tone. Definitely. You have to know what you're doing. And um, people that make their clients bring their own foundations, that's a big no-no too. Because they don't even know what their real tone is. So for you to require them to bring their own foundations, which I don't get that, but that's messing up your whole life flow too. Okay. So you have to know. Okay. Um. Do you do um? I'm, this is just a question. I'm. Can, do you do um? Drag queens. I want to do drag queens so. You bad. you haven't done. I only had one. I have not only did one, and that's like in the beginning of that. Like I said, even the drag that the girl that I was doing that was drag, I did something light because she was new to it. So I was like, I couldn't even go as far as I wanted to, but mm-hmm. I would love, my daughter just said the other day, like, mom, we should do a drag, um, drag queen, um, don't rush out. I said, that would be so 
fun. That would be yes. so fun if we want. If we want in quarantine, yes. I would. I would. Ba- I, baby, I'll be over there with my wig. Yes. I would yes. Be- <laughs> oh my god, that would be so fun. Yeah, and I think no, because I you, 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 you do really well with colors. Like I love your colors. Like a lot of people don't do don't do great with colors and because you do well with colors and you seem like you like to take risks i think you know (laughs) you would do really well and um with drag i think the problem is with them is that half of them just know how to do their own damn makeup (laughs) so right oh my god but yes i have not watched it this season now I don't miss a season at all. That is like one of my favorite shows ever. So a lot of tips that I look at is from the show. Oh, I okay. Love that show. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Well, we want we gonna have to get you out there. That's gonna be our. That's gonna be our. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna refer you to some people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one other thing I want to um talk to you about is I understand that um you know starting your own business in itself is already you know a struggle you know you have to make sure you do these right taxes you fill out these right forms you do this you do that you make a name for yourself yada all that stuff do you think that process of getting to where you are now has been um more difficult because you are a black woman yes i will say yes um we're typed in a different type of um, avenue than most, especially now. Um, and it's crazy because a lot of men are taking over the industry a lot more than women are. And it sounds crazy, but men are really taking over. And black women, they barely get the spot that we, I feel like, deserve. Like, I know a few makeup um, artists now that are finally getting recognition that they deserve because they get fully, you know, doing a lot in this industry but as black women especially um local artists it's really 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 hard and really competitive but men are taking over they really are you said the men are taking over yeah the men are taking over yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i noticed you know what i noticed that you know um Mm -hmm. you know even in hair like a lot of you know, even if I look on Instagram and a lot of like the quote unquote celebrity hairstylists are men. Yep. And it's like, yep. well, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like, well, damn. Like, where, where y'all come from? Because everything I Man, see I locally is women. Yep. Yep. I swear. I don't know when did it change like this. I mean, it's dope because, you know, men, you know, can do it as well. But I'll be like, no, no. Did y'all get any women a thing? Like, dang, it sucks because women, you know, know how to make a woman look, but somehow they got that, that touch that most women want. Like, one of my favorite male um, makeup artists out in Chicago is Chris Michael. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I love him. His personality is huge. Yes. Huge. And the way he even beats his own face is amazing. So, you know, it's, it's crazy to see that, okay, these men are taking over. I don't know if it's their personalities or women feel more comfortable around men. I I don't know. I don't know. But uh, for a black woman, for sure, it's hard for us because I know a lot of uh, white women that are, like, taking over as well. So you see the men and the white women, literally, they up there. Those elbows are being rubbed, honey. Yeah. 
And I will say, you know, it's 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 a particular type of man, you know, and I'll say it, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's gay men, you know, mm-hmm. you know, yep, it's very, very, very few straight men in in the um in the hair industry and makeup industry but predominantly it's gay men so that's a very good that's a very good question and we want to you know probably talk about that on another one trying to figure out you know is it a mm-hmm. comfort is it a comfort level you know for the women is it that they just feel like you know they can not you, they don't have to worry about them as far as shit they man or they or whatever they got going uh-huh. on you know maybe yep. that's what it is yep. well hell they actually do need to worry yes, about them with they man they actually do need to worry about them with they man correct. hello just saying yeah, right right, <laughs> right. Okay. So, so i will ask you this what where um do you think um I, I already know the answer to this, but I still want you to say it. Do you do you think April right. April has reached her peak? No, not at all. Which is crazy because I thought I did, but no, I have not reached it yet. I have so much more to do, and it's crazy because I want to get out of this industry, but I keep looking like, well, girl. You are great at this. Why would you want to do something else? But it's always, you know, yourself gets in the way of, of what you think that is for you. But no, I am not at my peak. No. What 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 made you think you reached your peak? Like, what was the moment where you're like, well, damn, I did that. Okay, I'm I'm good. Um, dang, I don't know. It, it was more of myself, like as a mom. You know, you think like, call it your daughter. You only have so much time with her at this age you gotta think about college you gotta think about money so it was more of that okay more than like i reached my peak and i could be done okay i've noticed that your daughter has gotten into makeup and you know and does and does a lot of looks are you is that something that you're proud of i am super proud of it but i don't want her to go into this industry okay because you have to have super super tough skin for her to play in it and for her to do her friends, I don't mind that. Even when she go to college and do it here and there, I don't mind that. But for her, she has a great skill, and I'm very proud of it. Even if I need her for something, I know that I can trust for her to do it. I just don't want her to get wrapped up in this foolishness because it is. This industry is not easy, and you have to be tough to do this, even though she's only a kid, but I don't want her in this. No. Okay. Okay. But you do enjoy that, you know, you know, like watching her grow and, you know, doing makeup on others and on herself. Like, girl, you you know, seeing her skills develop, that's I'm pretty sure that's something you enjoy watching. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. It's so cool. And I'm sure it's the same for my mom because my mom was doing makeup before I was of age to even oh, wear it. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. So, literally, it's like a generational thing, and it's, like, really, really dope. Okay, it's really, cool. really cool to see my daughter develop, yeah. Have you um done celebrity work? I have. I have. I've done um most recent is Ashley from Black Ink Chicago. She's been her still really cool. Um she's the most recent. So a lot of my work was on M T V which was like every day I was like, Wow, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So yeah, she's my most recent. But I've done some for like photo shoots and stuff like that. Um, I did Fort Tree. She did a concert, um, or they did a concert in Indianapolis a couple years ago. 
Oh yeah. Didn't you do yeah, like somebody uh, from the Stella Awards? I did. I forgot. How did I forget about that? I yes. remember that. It was um what <laughs> that was so epic. I have to tell you the story for that one though. I, I have to. So I was out there for a group. You know, um, Marcus, he had a group together it was um for styling hair and makeup. So oh, yeah. we really didn't have a real vision right of what <laughs> we we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so me and the hairstylist, me and her are awesome because I recommended her to um, be a part of the team. And so we were um, in the hotel room, but we were, like, sitting in the lobby. She was finishing her, like, Red Bull or whatever. So we see these two guys walking up to the, the elevator. And I had my faces by April Show, this big, huge tutu. And I'm like, somebody out here is going to see me. So he <laughs> turns around, and I guess he saw my shirt, and my face was beat to the guys, of course. He asked me, he said, this is um, Travis Green. Yes. He walks up to me and says, do you do makeup? I was like, um, yeah. He was like, my wife needs her makeup done for the sellers. And he was like, do you know who I am? I was like, yeah, I know who I am. <laughs> so when I met up with her, oh, my God, she was so super sweet. His mom was sweet. And I didn't even realize he was up for that many awards. She was on TV so many times, the red carpet. She shouted me out I don't know how many times. I reached out to her the other day, and she's so sweet. She reached back out to me, like, really, really sweet people. So that has really put me in front of people that are genuine, that are nice, that are not like those stuck up people. And that was never my dream or my goal to work with celebrity um, people, but I love it. The people that are presented to me are very sweet and genuine people. So that was like super epic. Yeah. Yes. And I, I I remember because you posted it and you was like, she's on stage again. Oh, she's on stage again. She's on stage again. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I cannot believe it. I was so excited. So excited. But so, this is one of the shady this time. That's why I'm trying to say this business is so shady. So the way that situation happened was all God. Yes. The way somebody tried to take credit for it is like they set it up and they did not. Right. And then put they marking on it left and right. I was like, this is so shady. Because it didn't happen through you, sir. But anyway, that's a whole other story. I, I digress. <laughs> So what does the future, what does the future hold for you? I mean, I know that you know things have been altered in your life um, right now because mm-hmm. you know the coronavirus, and you know a lot of right. us, you know, you, you, your your job depends on human to human contact. <laughs> so, you right. know, you know, how are you doing with that? And what does the future hold for April? Like, where what is the next? What is the next thing or the next thing that you want to conquer? Well, as of right now, my clients are still showing up here and there. Thank God for that. Um, but for the future, I, oh my God. So I wanted to do a makeup line, but I'm like, everybody is doing that. But I was like, you know what, girl, this is the time. So I put, you know, myself in different positions, um, just waiting for money flow to, you know, act a little bit better. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to come out. The first thing I want to come out with is a brow line. I'm going for my brows. So yes, girl. I definitely want to do that. Yes. So, and I just was thinking about this the other day, like I have to have more revenue. And this has really opened up, I'm sure, the eyes of people that are in the beauty industry because we cannot just rely on just one thing. So this has opened up my eyes like a lot. And I need to get myself out there on other things to stop being a scary cat and start relying on just 
doing it, you know, on my clients and actually get a product to, you know, their homes and being able to show the tutorials as to how to use things like that. So I'm pushing more towards that, definitely. And I know it's going to be epic. I know it is. I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah, it's going to be epic because I know you. I know your work ethic, and I know you're not going to put nothing up out there that ain't great. That's not phenomenal. Exactly. So I know that. Yeah. Well, April, I yep. thank you so much for being on this episode. This was great. I think it was important for a lot of entrepreneurs to hear you know about starting your own business and especially about the beauty industry because that's a whole nother can of worms and you gotta be you gotta be some type of some type of person to be able to to handle it from all corners yeah and i really appreciate it for there like a lot um this means so much to me to even be recognized to even have opportunities to discuss this and even to the the highs and the lows of the industry that a lot of people don't know about so i appreciate it a lot i I really do absolutely so before you leave tell everybody where they can find you how they can find you um on facebook is april mua nelson and on instagram it is faces by april mua faces by april mua Mm-hmm. Yes, come on, Faces by April. Well, Faces by April, thank <laughs> you for coming on here and lending your you. lending your expertise. Like I really appreciate it. No problem, honey. I love you so much. Love you too. Talk to you soon. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U. Darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. Send me an email. 